0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC.
1: Mel Boulevard, just off 430.
3: Hour number three of Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Runwater from the capital city.
0: Well, Bart, you dialed it up and
3: you told us what was going to happen. That was Devo Davis returning to Arkansas and Jordan Walsh would remain in the NBA draft. Now you need to tell us who's next now for Arkansas.
4: Well, so... (laughs) <laughs> Listen, here gets to be the million dollar question. So with one so we have one scholarship available, correct?
3: That is one correct. One scholarship.
4: That is correct. From the man himself, Coach Musselman, says that there is not a lot left in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. So reading between the lines, that is a possible situation that Rick talked about several months ago. We he we might hold that one because it's got to be the right fit. So obviously, reading between the lines, I don't think he's just going to waste that scholarship and just give it to somebody just to fill it. He obviously feels like these coming up classes are uber talented. The 2024, 2025. So it's possible that spot scholarship stays open. Wow, How about that. <laughs> That's what do you think? I mean, I, well, well, I was,
5: why not? I was he, only plays, he only place, the only place, seven or eight. What <laughs> difference does it make if you have twelve or thirteen on scholarship, right?
4: Well, I think that's all the more reason you need to make sure it's the right piece to make things work. So I kind of pose the question of, is the team too small? Do we need a big? Is it inside? Is it guard? And so I think it's more of best available player would be the strategy without saying too much. Best available player, and that piece is not there right
0: now.
3: So, Bart, what happened, where would it go sideways with Grant Nelson? All indications were when he first put his name in the transfer portal, it was either NBA and stay in the NBA draft or Arkansas. Where would this go sideways yeah. with Grant Nelson?
4: Well, I I don't know if it necessarily went sideways on any end other than it's possibly just a young man's decision and looking at maybe the pieces, because this is the one part that I think would scare players from Arkansas, speaking as a former player, is exactly what Rick just talked about. If you're only playing seven to eight in a rotation, where do you fit into that puzzle piece now? Grant Nelson put up some fantastic numbers at North Dakota State. I mean, we're talking 17 points, 11 rebounds. Mm -hmm. Like, the guy statistically meets all the measurables. But it does not change the fact that we have the blueprint for Coach Musselman. We know that he is not going to dig deep in that bench. So if that young man cannot, guys, sacrifice – it's the reason Cam Hunter came back to UCA. You can't sacrifice a huge number dip if your goal is to get to the next level because there's too many questions to answer if it does, and it's just really that simple.
3: So, are you saying because of Brazil, because of Mitchell? Yep. Because yep. of Graham? Yeah. Basically, this is scared off Grant Nelson.
4: I didn't. I didn't want to say that because it does. Yeah, in a way, the, the the it not necessarily the competition. I think. Possibly the lack of opportunity in terms of minutes to replicate the numbers that he's currently putting up because, guys, his numbers are huge. I didn't know they were that big. He's he's racking up steals, blocks, everything. So I think that's 100% accurate. Randy.
3: Now, I was talking with Rick today earlier about this, and maybe you remember, maybe you don't remember, I know that Sam Pittman has done this with walk-ons. I think under Eric Musselman, when he had an open scholarship like this, he gave it to one of the walk-ons, even if it was just for one semester. Can you see this scholarship at this point, knowing that if something bigger and better presented itself, now it would have to come at the end of that particular semester, if that scholarship was given to uh a walk on but do you see that as a possibility that there could be one of those walk ons who's been faithful to the program the last couple of years getting that scholarship for at least one semester
4: i certainly could i certainly could see the right fit that's been loyal to the program that that possibly being an option for sure and look guys it's a feel good story for every the player works for it it's the, the university that's one of those win-wins so yes certainly someone that's been dedicated to the program absolutely that's that's a possibility of course with the caveat that it's it's restricted in that that finite time period but certainly i think that'd be a great thing and i can see that happening for sure
3: all right bart here's a question for you from bill by way of our asher record service company life in feedback can bart talk about kk Robinson now at Little Rock.
4: Well, I think that guys, this is thinking uh, of a feel-good story. Uh, spending a lot of time with KK, like I have in the past training, I'm I'm extremely happy for him because I think UALR Little Rock is a great fit for KK, and I think Coach Darrell Walker does a great job of having an NBA type system where guards high pick and rolls uh plenty of ball screen reads where guards really thrive. Uh DJ Smith was another one of mine just transferred um, away from Little Rock that had two great years there, played extremely well. And so I'm happy for KK because I think this is a great fit for him. A lot like Darian Ford is a great fit at Arkansas State. Guys, players are everywhere. They're not just at Power Fives. They're at mid-majors. And I think this is a great place for KK to play and develop put up numbers, and have some stability in his college career. So I think it's great on both parts.
3: Speaking of Ford, how do you see uh, fitting in at Arkansas State, Darnell Ford at uh, Arkansas State?
4: Excellent. I think that he, when when you look at him, Randy Rick, he is a very prototype, what I would consider, lockdown, mid-major type of defender, slasher, and scorer. So I think he's a first-team all-sun belt player the rest of his career. I think he thrives. They've had some coaches add. Certainly, they just took one from Alabama that's going to come over and revamp the offensive system. So, I think it's a great fit for him. They play a style. That league is really built for flashing guards, the athletic twos, threes, and ones. The only thing it's missing, guys, doesn't have the traditional seven-foot, six-eleven centers that start the game and come off the bench. Outside of that, this is a perfect place for him to be. He's going to do extremely well. Him and K.K. both.
3: I'm happy for him. We had a chance yeah. to really get to know him this past year um, yep. here on Drive Time Sports through the NIL program.
5: Do you think if they'd have known that they'd have come to this point with 12 scholarships, they would have encouraged either Ford or Dunning to stay.
4: Well, the Rick, that's the million dollar statement and question is that when you turn and burn like this, this is what I call the collateral damage because yeah. it would have absolutely been great to have either one of those guys who I think were really productive. I, if we rewind back, I'd, All three of us were higher on Barry Dunning than a lot of people that ended up playing minutes at the end of the season. And certainly, when D. Ford got in the game, guys, you can't argue with numbers. They don't lie. He was extremely productive, and you would think they would certainly want to keep someone that's been in the system. But again, with so much uncertainty and so much turnover, this is going to continuously happen, guys. This is the one drawback to the whole thing.
3: A lot of attention... We are getting multiple questions. I know you touched on Terry on the other day, but I'd like for you to elaborate. For those that are not familiar with Terry on Burgess, this is a young man who played. Uh, was it Blyville or was it um, Mariana? He played one year in Northeast Arkansas. Marion.
4: Pardon me. One year at Marion.
3: Marion. Yep. Marion. Okay. Yep. And uh, yep. end up moving. Selling in in Central Arkansas, Benton High School. Uh, but kind of is, at least I think to the majority of the state, Bart flying underneath the radar at this particular point. And uh, all of a sudden now, I think people are starting to hear about him, only because the G League Ignite is already yep. looking into Terry on Burgess.
4: Yes, Terry, and they did it last year. And so the one thing about Terrion Burgess, so it it it, it doesn't get understated enough because Bill Ingram and the Hawks, and he plays for the Hawks, so he's a Benton kid, plays for the Hawks. He plays on a twenty twenty four team. Terrion and Luke Moore, the point guard at Central, are twenty twenty five. And so when they watch them play, they think, Oh, they're twenty twenty fours with honor both No guys, they're twenty twenty five, so they're a year younger. So when you look at Terrion, he is a six Right, I would say, guys. Right at six ten, he is extremely well built, built. Lower half, he has strong legs. He has a really great frame to put on a ton of weight. He's really skilled at six ten. He's long. He's athletic. He's a lefty. I think it always helps. He's a lefty. He's got great shooting touch, and what you see him when you watch him in school ball, kind of gets. It's hard to really see some of the greatness sometimes because they'll put four to five people on him and they'll clamor under the rim. This is a guy that really could step out and play the three at school ball. Like his his handles are that good. And so he is currently a top twenty player in the country. He got invited to the USA select team, so the FIBA team uh, from Adidas. He ignite looked at him last year in the Adidas Championship guys. He was a sophomore during that time. That's how talented He is. So I say, and I compare him to Kevin Garnett because he's got touched like that. That's not an understatement. This young man is extremely talented and is certainly an NBA lottery type pick that can go inside and outside, and he can absolutely fly.
3: Has he narrowed down, if you will, places of interest uh, I don't think yeah. he's, is he eligible? I don't think at this point, Bart, he could even take, I know now they, they allow you junior and senior year, uh, official visits where it used to be, you just had your five official visits and that was it. But, uh, yep. do you know of his areas of interest if possible?
4: Yeah. So Carry has got a really tight knit family, re- extremely close. And I know with his relationship with his family, he's gonna to want to be somewhere close to home where his his family can see him play. That's a big part of this. This young man is extremely well grounded. So if you just look at the dirt that's in our backyard, certainly in the SEC, you have a lot of prospects right there: Alabama, Auburn, Arkansas, uh, certainly so Memphis in the mix. You got Mississippi State, but I see this young man staying with somewhat close proximity to home, and certainly. He's high on the Razorbacks, as most players across the country are. He would be no different. So this is a player that is obviously going to have Arkansas certainly in the top three as we wind into him starting his junior season at Benton High School. All
3: right, Bart. Uh, I have no clue not only who they compete against, where are they based out of, and I'm talking about the G League Ignite. Where are they based out of, and who do they compete against?
4: Los, so, Las Vegas. Uh, so, it's a little bit it's, it's kind of confusing. So, it Can the G League now, because they've kind of revamped this whole thing. So, G League Ignite is a Las Vegas-based, uh instance, that they really have just recently moved there. And so, they're kind of on the cutting edge, I would say, with grabbing and identifying a lot of these younger high school prospects and kind of in charge of unofficially – Players being offered, and I, when I say players, I mean high school players, the professional route to the NBA, which means you can't obviously enter the draft, but instead of going to college, if you're not ready to go, you, you, you go to the G League, you play there for a year, and this is the plan, guys. You play for a year, and then you enter the draft. So it's not a long-term process, although it can be. They're identifying players like Perry on that would be a lot to enter the draft. Someone like a Nick Smith, and Anthony Black, those type players are who they're looking at. And, guys, they're just playing other G League teams. So you've got G League teams all up, scattered throughout all over. This is just one of the ones that's newer and now based in Las Vegas.
5: And how many G League teams are there? How many teams are you competing against?
4: Well, so there's, so there is... I th- now, unless I'm wrong, and I could be wrong by one or two, there is a G League team for every NBA franchise. So, really,
5: there's 30 it, of them. Wow! So you're talking about 30 yeah. times 12 players, or whatever there is on a roster. You're talking about over, or close to 400 players. Over 400 players in the G League.
4: Yeah. Unless, hey, yeah. unless I'm way wrong, but
5: absolutely,
4: no, you, you could got, be right. Yeah. You've you got Memphis right. Hustle, You've got Iowa. You've got, I mean. Uh, Oakland, they're, they're every ballot, they're they're pretty much in every market. And this is where they've really tried to expand to make sure that you don't have the situations like you have where you have a, a Scotty Thurman, for example, that comes out and was such a talented college player, but didn't probably have the information out to make a great decision. Maybe he comes back a year or maybe he adjusts, But certainly that's a guy that could have turned into an NBA player that really back then had no choice but to go overseas. So the NBA has really tried to step up and create a farm system much like in baseball to keep these players Mm -hmm. in and keep them moving up. God, Dusty Hannes has has been basically in the G League now for quite some time and has done extremely well.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So are the other G League franchises, are they spread throughout the western part of the United States or I mean, I've never seen a G League standings. I've never seen any G League statistics. I mean, it's almost like it's an invisible league. I know it's out there, but it it's almost like, Bart, it's an invisible league.
4: It, it is. And I think they're trying to, listen, I think they're trying to change. And this is part of what the NBA is trying to rebrand a lot of this stuff because you're right. Because if you don't have a specific tie to a G League team for all intent and purposes, you haven't probably heard of anybody. But, yeah, so they're scattered all throughout. They've got, like, the Lakers have one in South Bay. You have uh, Rio Grande Valley Vipers. You have the Swarm, which is is basically for the Hornets. So the Raptors, 905. So they're all throughout, and they do very similar interleague, and you have Eastern, Western. So they're really trying to vamp this thing up, and I, and I think you're seeing more and more of this, especially as the NBA – uses a summer league to kind of push their brand out. And this is how they put the draft picks for the current draft picks and kind of mix them in with a lot of G league guys that are trying to make rosters. So they're trying to kind of rebrand the whole thing, which is why they have the professional path for players out of high school. Well,
3: I know South Haven, which is South Haven, Mississippi, is where at one time the farm team of the Memphis Grizzlies uh, where yep. Dusty was playing. I don't know if that's still part of what we're talking about, the G League or not. But uh, yep. at one time, I mean, that's that maybe is twelve twelve miles uh, from downtown Memphis, South Haven, Mississippi. So if you got the yep. call, it didn't take you long to get uh, with the big club in a hurry. So I don't know if that if that's still part of of the. That
4: it is. It is. So it's the Memphis hustle. So Mandy, Randy, it's the Memphis hustle. So. Um... And they very well could have, still have practice facilities at South Haven. But, yeah, it's absolutely right there. It's the same one. And sure didn't take them long to get there. You're right. Well, All right. This
3: from our Asher Record Service company, Life in Feedback, Sharon says, uh, Bart, sorry I missed yesterday's show. What happened to Ron Holland not coming to Arkansas?
4: Well, we, we kind of touched on it a little bit right there. The G League stepped in, and tw- I, I think 25th hours. we all agree, Texas did something a little bit unprecedented and, and, and held his intent to transfer and held it to the maximum amount of days. I don't know if it's 30, 35. But what it did is it kind of created some uncertainty with this young man, and NBA jumped in and offered a contract and a chance for him to skip college all together and do this professional route, which is basically playing his one-year college requirement in the G League for what, I don't know if the final numbers are out, guys, but Jalen Green last year was paid about $600,000. I would assume Ron Holland, with his talent, is going to be around that four to $500,000 range, I would assume, or close to it. So, they're not paying him the league minimum. They're paying him a lot of money and I pretty much know straight up, it was either G League or Arkansas. That's, that's what I've been told. It was going to be one of those. He stayed in college. He's going to be a Razorback. He's not. He's choosing the money. But he cited in his article I read on ESPN, it's about the skill development process. He wants to improve his game. He feels like the NBA G League provides him the best path to do that.
3: Now, you used the phrase, the NBA stepped in. Are you saying that the NBA basically is underwriting this contract?
4: It, they're what, they're what they're doing is a collaboration effort. And so what you have to do is these players have to prove that they're NBA ready. So the D-League has to coordinate with the NBA to make sure they're on the same page that Ron Holland has the talent to enter the draft the following year.
3: Gotcha. All so right,
4: Bart. Verify. Thank you, buddy.
3: Thanks again to Martin Orthopedics. Drive Time Sports will continue.
2: Tune in each Monday to Drive Time Sports' Randy and Rick talk hog baseball with hard-hitting Jared Wagner. Brought to you by Fat Burger. Stop by Fat Burger today to get your hands on LA's original Fat Burger made with thick and juicy beef patties. And don't forget about their made from scratch onion rings, fat and skinny fries, and hand scoop real ice cream milkshakes. Visit the last great hamburger with locations in Conway and Greenbrier. That's Fat Burger. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com
1: If you want to deal with people who are straightforward when it comes to painting, Serta Pro Painters is the only answer for you. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com That's Serta with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated and backed by local people who will give you the straight story when you're scheduling your appointment. It's that time of year now as well, with spring rolling around, to update the outside of your home. Certapro is the place to go if you want exterior painting done. Improve that curb appeal and if you're thinking about selling, get Certapro on the case before and raise that property value. Get Certapro on the case at certapro.com.
2: Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a
5: ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't.
2: One guy made it home.
1: The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or tick it. Paid for by Arkansas Highway Safety Office.
2: The SEC spring meetings are May 29th through June 2nd. Listen as Blackman Auctions presents Trey Schaap bringing all the news and updates from your favorite and not-so-favorite head coaches and athletic directors live from Destin, Florida. Brought to you in part by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. Welcome back
0: to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater.
3: Drop Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. I'm trying to read at the same time. I'm trying to talk. That's dangerous. Uh, Would someone please convince my yard that um, even though it hadn't received any rain as of late, that it could quit growing as fast as it is, but then I say thank goodness to Hennard because I got the right gear to go out. And uh, keep it under control. But gracious, it just seems like I mowed it the other day. Now I need to mow it again. Thank goodness I have that Greenway battery power. Now, i got to tell you, initially, I was kind of skeptical. And um, so i never had a battery operated. I've never even had any electric lawnmower before now that i'm used to it i love it because it's so simple i just plug it in recharge the battery and boom i'm back up and operating again same thing with my steel handheld handheld blower and weed eater it's handheld but those are both battery just plug them in next thing you know up and going so that's the thing that i like about it so simple. If I need to change out the little blades on the, on the weed eater, that's simple. And it's just minutes I've got a pristine yard that I can look at and be so proud of. That's why I want to recommend you go into Henards. Now, you can go to the Searcy location, 1920 South Main Street in Searcy, and you can see for yourself. The wide variety, the many options, whether it's a push mower, riding mower, zero turn mower, whatever it may be, and the handheld steel products, they got all kinds of weed eaters, they got all kinds of blowers, and they don't all have to be battery operated, they can be gas. So, do yourself a favor, get the right equipment for the right job, go see my man Mickey there in Searcy at Henards, 1920 South Main Street, 501-268-1987 five oh one two six eight nineteen eighty seven. That's five oh one two six eight one nine eight seven or visit Hendredsfoothills dot com your hometown Kubota dealer no matter where you live. And uh if you're listening Bart, yes, I think we have a little bit more to talk about. Uh Ricky's been sending me I mean the moment he's off the then he starts sending me these little nuggets. And um, I would rather, since Bart knows the actual details, okay, I'll just have to do this since I'm not seeing the light flash. Call in now. (laughs) Okay. And put an exclamation mark. There you go. All right. Call in now, Bart. Uh, This is from our Asher Record Service company, Live Fan Feedback. I guess I can ask him, about uh, this Bay Falk question, maybe he has some information. Yeah, right. We don't know, do we? Uh, until well,
5: who brought that up? I guess Kevin McPherson. We didn't know that there was anything going Yeah, out. I he didn't used. either. Maybe you no, did, but yeah.
3: No, I was totally uh, uh, taken back by that. And if I understood correctly, Leighton Blocker, he's on. Okay, here's Bart again. Here's Bart again. Hello. Well, you just never finish, okay. Bart. You just—I mean—you just keep throwing things out there at me after you hang up. Like, okay, why didn't you talk about this a few minutes ago? But then I remember—I know
4: Tom sneaks up on you, doesn't it? I, that know. I, I... I know.
3: I know. Okay, can you answer this one from our Asher Record Service Company? Life In feedback from Savage. Okay. Any news on Bay Fall in Arkansas? Kevin McPherson really. I don't, I don't know about you, Rick, but boy, he put a ton of question marks yeah. in my yeah. head about Bay Fall in Arkansas. Yeah. Have yeah. you heard anything on Bay Fall, Bart?
4: Yeah. So I listen. So I, w- I want to clarify because I'm a big fan of Kevin. So, would you put questions on him Arkansas or questions about his game as it relates? No, to No, about
3: about him coming to Arkansas.
4: Okay. Well, so listen. I think we. <laughs> a little bit kind of what we talked about earlier with ne- with Nelson and are there concerns about possible playing time. I feel like, and, and guys, I don't... The star system is a little convoluted. It gets tough. What's a five-star? What's a four-star? Who has a miss? So baseball kind of had some issues and dropped in some services from uh, dropped a full star. And he underperformed in some areas. And so... I think that brought into question some specific parts about his game because he is another really tall but very, very thin. And I mean thin, weaker player inside. And where there's smoke, there's fire. So some of this could be baseball having questions about Arkansas or it could be the Arkansas coaching staff having questions about his ability to play at that level. Now, listen, the kid's a tremendous player. I'm not saying that. But when you look at the needs that Arkansas has, certainly having center, interior players is not – we kind of need the opposite of that. So I think there are some real question mark, guys. And the closer it gets to him not being up there on campus, the closer that comes to a reality.
5: So is Arkansas better off with him not on the team? That would put him in 11 scholarships and, and or – why can't you take a five-star like Bay? Because we, we've seen him in the past. We didn't do this before, long before now. I mean, he looks like he yep. weighs 14 pounds. We, we get that. <laughs> well, can they not yep. bring him in and say, Look, Bay, you may be a five-star, but we're going to put you on a weight program. We're going to practice you with the team. You may get to play a little bit, but we think by your second or third year, you could be a heck of a player. Is there no room to do that anymore in college basketball?
4: Well, the problem is there is. but If you could get in the mind of these young men, do they stay around long enough to see it happen? You it, Developing when you get to be that tall. So I put on 16 pounds in basically a year and a half, but being 6'4", six, 6'5", six,
0: yeah. it
4: was easier for me to put on weight genetically um, where it might take someone like baseball, it might take them, three years to get that type of weight. might right. not want to put that weight on that quick. Mm. So the question gets to be, is there commitment enough for the player to stay? Is there commitment enough for the university to keep them around that long? Because right now, guys, one year and they're gone. And this yeah. is getting to be a scary standard everywhere.
5: Yeah. But with him, it doesn't matter where he goes. He's going to face the same thing. He still needs to gain 40 or 50 pounds. It doesn't matter if it's in Arkansas or Alabama or Kentucky. It doesn't matter where he goes. His yeah. physical uh, needs are still going to be the same,
4: aren't they? It, it, it will be, but systems, coaching systems tend to bring light certain player weaknesses more so than others, and Coach Musselman is a stringent NBA very, very strategic, analytic, defending-type coach where he's going to get a ton of different scouting reports, many scouting reports, he demands a lot from his interior players in terms of stunning and helping, being a rotating shot blocker, walling up on much bigger, heavier, stronger players. So it might be just, Rick, that that system might not emphasize his strength as well as maybe some other system that might play – Maybe a little more zone, or you have some more interior help from maybe a five or a four player on the court at the same time.
3: This sounds like tampering
5: to me. Well, it's even go before you get into that, and Bart can address that if he wants to. But it, it, it doesn't matter what system he plays in; he is not going to be in the NBA the year after next. I mean, he's uh, just not—he's yeah. not going to be ready for that. It's—it it goes way back, but I can remember the night Corliss got drafted. Uh, one of the few times I've ever watched the NBA drafts just because of that. Rick huh. Pitino was on there. Of course, he's Kentucky's coach, talking about Arkansas. And he made the comment, because at that point, I, I can't remember. I think he had coached in the pros, and then went to Kentucky. It might have been the other way around. But he was saying that big guys, he's talking about six, ten, eleven, 11, and 12, or 7 feet tall, yep. said really don't mature until they're about 25 years old. So when, right. you, when the NBA draft, when you're drafting them when they're 20 or 21, you've got to expect it's going to be four or five years before they're anywhere close to being mature enough to play physically. And so I look that's at, right. again, Bay Fall, I'm looking at if that's still the case, it doesn't matter where he plays college basketball, and yeah, there might be a system that's better for him, he is not going to be ready to be an NBA player the year after next. Now, maybe that's... Not what Arkansas. That maybe Arkansas doesn't want a guy that's not going to be ready for the NBA. I don't know. That that's so. Who knows?
4: Well, because the only answer to weight and strength in the NBA is skill. That's the one great equalizer that you have, and it's why Kevin Durant plays at a high level. It's Why Kevin Garnett, in less than a year, weighed 14 pounds and played at a high level. That's why you hear players like Ron Holland. Ron Holland and Bayfall are not a lot of difference. I mean, they are very slight players. Mm-hmm. Ron Holland has a better skill set and is more skilled, but he referenced he's going to G League Ignite because he wants to increase his skill because he knows, he knows that helps him fight the issue oh. that he's not going to physically mature until 24 or 25.
3: Oh, I see. So, so, Bart, is this the case? All right, I, I, I realize I, I'm not trying to stir something up, or because you you kind of hedged on it a minute ago, where there's been some doubts either from the Bayfall camp, or maybe there could be even some doubts from the Arkansas camp. All right, I think if the doubts came from the Bay uh, Bayfall camp, then to me that says tampering. Somebody has put this into this young man's mind that he might not sure. fit in, or he may not get what he's wanting from Arkansas. That's it. That to me is what it sounds like has actually happened.
4: Uh, agreed. It could it could be some of that. But and listen, I think that he helps this team, and I think he's a tremendous player. And I don't by any means think that Arkansas saying "Don't come" because you're not a quality player. I'm hundred percent think that they love his talent and consistently loved it all the way through but let's say this Nick Smith skipped a lot of different things to report to the university early Laden Walker is there right now with bells on ready to go there is a reason if players especially freshmen are reporting late there is usually smoke where there's fire it 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 that is not by accident.
3: <laughs> Where there's smoke, there's fire. Okay. Uh this from our Asher Record Service Company, Live in feed feedback. Scott says uh NBA question for Bart. Can you ask Bart what his thoughts are on this matchup between the Heat and Denver? Eight versus one. Do we think this is Ooh. a total mismatch? Well, somehow, some way. We're going to have to carry you over for one more segment. Okay. All right, hang on. Wow. Okay. Thanks again, Bart Reed. Pure sweat basketball skills. Thanks to Mort- uh, Martin
2: Orthopedics. Drive time
3: sports will continue in a moment.
2: Traveling to Fayetteville to watch a game? Forgot to book a room for the night? Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group has you covered. Stay where the fans stay. Staybridge Suites is just south of Walker Stadium and is an all-suite hotel within walking distance of Walker, Bud Walton, and Razorback Stadium. Or you could stay at the Comfort Inn and in Suites with newly remodeled rooms throughout the entire property. Find them on the web at bphotels.com. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. Mosquito Joe has been making outside fun again for Arkansans over 10 years now. People still ask us, do you just do mosquitoes? Why don't you do termites or other bugs? The answer's quite simple. We're not a jack-of-all-trades. We want to be the best mosquito control service, period. You want to keep bugs out of your house? Call an exterminator. You want a nice-looking
1: lawn? Call a lawn care service. You want expert mosquito control? Call Mosquito Joe.
0: Mention you heard us on the buzz for a special discount. Visit Arkansas.MosquitoJoe.com.
1: Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were If you regularly exposed to Roundup Weed Killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of Weed Killer Roundup. Call our Weed Killer Cancer Hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one, has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-816-2198 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-816-2198. 800-816-2198 800-816-2198
0: RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank and Chris, people are still looking for lending options and you guys have it You know RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan right now but you just have general banking needs you guys have that covered as well We have world class, respected products and highly competitive rates all delivered by people that you know on a first name basis Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting Bank with Southern Southern.com. Southern Bank, member FGIC, equal housing
2: under. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance.
1: See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Cress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock.
0: Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. got drive time sports locked in on the buzz radio network here is randy rainwater
3: drive time sports here on the buzz radio network rick schaefer i'm randy rainwater in a moment we'll be rejoined by bart reed pure swift basketball skills but first I want to talk to you about Double B's. We're always saying what a great place it is to work. There's also a great place to save a, mo- a lot of money. Now, by the way, you can go to DoubleB's.com. You can apply online if you'd like to join the great team at Double B's. And be certain that when you go into your Double B's locations, you've got a great opportunity to save money. And you can add on to that by asking your Double B's cashier about sign up for a rewards card. We can save even more money on purchases at all the stores. And then when you jump into the June specials, boy, this year is moving by rather quickly. They've got the great deal still on the Mountain Dew Rise and the Mountain Dew energy and you can get two for four dollars or the 12 ounce celsius and the celsius heat there two for five dollars and then you've got the 20 ounce life wtr life water for just a dollar 50 and the frito-lays products the lays the doritos they've got great specials on those as well how about two for $4.20 on the Lay's products. So, when you're gassing up, take the time to go inside and check out the great specials. You'll find them at your local Double B's. Where you gas it, grab it, and go make it Double Bees. All right, joined again by Bart Reed. Encore! Encore! Wanting more <laughs> from Bart Reed! Encore! All right, That's Scott. That's Scott said, Can you ask Bart what his thoughts are on this matchup between the Heat and Denver? Eight versus one. Does he think this is a total mismatch? And I'll start what? you off with this, Bart, from. Yep. Bet Saracen, they have Denver favored tonight by nine.
4: Nine. Okay, so. Well, I'm not. So, Ferris I think, probably right on the money with that. So, a quick caveat do we remember about a year ago when I said the altitude advantage yeah, in Denver? Yes. Yes. Well, it, I've been seeing this, and I told my wife this the chant that they do that's 5280. And I kept thinking, what is that? That is the feet above sea level. Huh. And LeBron actually commented that it is a competitive advantage. So, certain It looks on paper like a blowout. An eight versus a one, it's it's incredible. I think it's only ever happened one other time. It's not when you break down the mashup. Denver's scoring about 116 points a game. Miami's scoring 111. Miami's an excellent defensive team. And how about as much as we hammer, Coach Calipari on this show, how about the Kentucky influence, Bam Adebayo, Jamal Murray, Caldwell Pope. There's a lot of Kentucky players that are doing extremely well. Denver is gonna to be too much at the end. I would take I would I would take the take the line and and take Denver. I think they're gonna cover that easily tonight. But certainly the Heat will make it a series when they go back to Miami. They will win two games, I think, at home. Keep it close. But the Joker guys, he's unbelievable. I watched him play point guard at six eleven or seven foot. They put Jamal Murray, who is the normal point guard in the post at the end of the Lakers series, and I watched Joker take Anthony Davis off the dribble like he was not even there. It was unbelievable. They're so talented offensively, space the court so well. Denver is the team to beat this year, but it's not going to be a complete blowout. I think Miami does keep it close and wins two games at home.
3: Okay, Bart. This name, I admit, he has a, I'm not sure if it's a twin or not, but Caleb Martin is it Kobe or Cody Martin is his brother This was a player who was coached at Nevada by one yeah. Eric, Musselman. Eric Musselman And yeah. I got to believe every opportunity that coach Musselman gets a chance to throw around Caleb Martin's name right now This guy even though Jimmy Butler was the Eastern Conference finals championship MVP you could have given a major share of that trophy though I think to Caleb Martin
4: oh so basically 10.5 rebounds 2 assists and shot 47% from field goal range now Randy here's what I don't know is he one of the 8 undrafted players
3: ah very well could be i i, I mean i've got I, a, have got I, a ton of information I, here
4: and by the way i, I send this same did.
3: information to you every day so oh
4: absolutely well listen that's why i can only remember so much my friend but i listen uh, i i think he is and it, 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 that's a testament to even how much bigger
3: okay right, let me let, let me him. let me answer this for you real quick while i've got this while okay. i have the information in front of me um martin went undrafted in 2019 he was waived by the charlotte hornets in 2021 he went from being waived by one of the league's worst teams to arguably a top player on a team headed to the nba finals he is one of five undrafted players in miami's rotation
4: It's incredible. So he's undrafted. So that puts just an emphasis on his impact as you're talking about. Now, with that said, there is a specific reason why he's averaging that undrafted and Miami is in the finals and Charlotte will be picking early in this year's draft and waving. It's all upper management and identifying talent. It's why Nick Smith's a lottery pick and a future NBA All-Star in three years, regardless of the numbers he put up in college or the situation. Elite-level organizations spot that talent, and Caleb Martin obviously has it. And that's good for Coach Musselman because he's turning out some big-time pros, guys. Can you imagine four players? Four players off the Arkansas Razorback roster, will be drafted in this coming draft. Guys, I'd love to know the total number that we've had throughout basketball, but four in one year.
3: Now, Bart, put the value on what Nick Smith is about to embark upon. And what I mean by that is uh, a shoe deal is coming soon. And you got to believe it's either going to be Adidas or Nike. He's only going to be one of four players offered this kind of deal. What kind of deal are we talking about that Nick Smith may have an opportunity to to be privy to coming up soon?
4: Well, let's say from an overall branding uh, uh, factor, guys, that when you're being asked to to sign a shoe deal with – a big two, and let's let's preface this right quick for everybody. So Nick played on the EYBL, so he is a Nike guy by design. Brad Beal is his mentor. That's who he played for. So just from an overall being chosen out of this class of draft picks, that's a huge accomplishment. The numbers itself get to be really big, and obviously it can add up over the lifetime, but depending on the contract one or two billion dollars a year it could be a little more than that but certainly it is enough where it's substantial to mention because again there's only going to be and we've only statistically had it that way four to five sometimes less in a draft year that are offered such a deal so just to be identified is a difference maker and it already puts him in a position of commercial appeal to big sponsors and as we know guys michael Jordan still making more money off Jordan Brand than he made with the Bulls his entire career. So these type of things are big deals, and it goes to a testament to Nick Smith's now.
3: Now, is this where it's to your advantage to sign a short-term deal, or if you give it an opportunity, do you lock into a long-term deal?
4: great question I think it would really depend if you which I know what Nick does he believes in his talent. I've always felt like the shorter the rookie contract right the better off and right. they they've made it even shorter where there's a, there's a three- year option now which they did not have before so that enables these players to really cash in guys and so I would go for the short contract
3: smart man. all right Bart. Encore presentation. Thank you, Mark. Re pure sweat basketball skills thanks to Martin. Orthopedics for Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater, Buzz Animal Cruelty. Spay and neuter your pet. Have a great rest of the night. So long, everybody.
6: Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher. You know what? You hear a lot of car dealer ads every day. I try to listen to all of them. They all talk about special deals and low prices and low interest. But you know what? When you get to the car lot, how do you know what's on sale? Do you walk around the lot and try to figure it out? Or do you ask the salesperson? He says, I got to go see the manager to talk to.